0: Another episode here at TNT Weekly, really happy that uh, I'm here at the Mill Pond Med Center and I just want to start and say that uh, as you've seen on YouTube, all of my podcasts are being broadcast out of the Gibson Center and I really want to thank them very much for giving me that opportunity but I just had to be in the house here and uh, my guest today invited me into her offices. And as you can see in the backdrop, I just love this scenery here. So um, thank you again. And Gibson Center, remember, without arts and culture in the community, the community is just eh. There's nothing there in the community, all right? Think about the Gibson Center for future events. I know things are tightening up, but they're super, super safe with their guidance and everything, have any small parties or functions, they a great place to, to host it. Uh, they have uh, an arts and craft uh, scenario going on till December, and December 12th, great visitor at the Gibson Center, Santa.
1: Okay.
0: Santa's coming to town, all right, at the Gibson Center and everything, so book that up. It's probably very close to sold out, but remember, Santa coming to town December 12th at the Gibson Center. So, as you can see in the backdrop here, it's a little bit cloudy today, but you know what? Every time I'm with this wonderful woman here, it's sunny out, in my opinion anyway, all right? And she's brought sunshine to this medical center in Allison, Ontario, the moment she stepped in through the doors, and she's got an amazing program that she had brought forth to me, and it just really captivated me, and I started reading into what I bet, and we're just gonna focus today on reading, and the importance of reading, all right? And what that can do. In a perfect parallel to maintaining good health. I was not aware of that, so it's really wonderful. So, my guest today is the amazing, the amazing Dr. Fatima Mahdi is in the house today. How are you doing?
1: I'm great, thank you so much. Those are very kind words from you, Antonio. And I'm so fortunate and privileged to be working at the Milpond clinic um, and to be one of the new physicians in Alliston. Um, this is really a great community. Honestly, um, I, I want to introduce myself by saying that I am a new, a newly graduated family doctor. Um, I recently graduated from McMaster University in Hamilton. And part of my residency program, we had to do a rotation out of the main cities, so mm-hmm. out of Hamilton, out of Toronto. Yeah. Um, and I ended up somehow in Alliston. Um, and I worked with amazing people here, Dr. Khalil, Dr. Myatt. And the team at Stevenson. Um, I fell in love with this cute little town and uh, I uh, decided to move up here after I was done, and, and here I am.
0: Yeah, well, thank you for that intro. You're right. And one of the purposes of this podcast is really to promote how beautiful this town really is and how special it is with everybody in it that brings it all together the mm-hmm. fabric. So, Dr. Maddie here is part of that fabric. We're blessed. These professionals, they love our community. They fall in love with our community. Bam, and they've been that they're they're staying. They're not going anywhere, right? Yeah. But let's get into this this reading this R O R program that you had talked about and and um, you know you, you you had mentioned that it was a very successful program in Hamilton, right? Yeah. Where you implemented it and where it was implemented. And what you want to do is you want to take that theory and that that proven success mm-hmm. and bring it here um, mm-hmm. to, to your patients and, 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 and part of your care program. Please start off a little bit, sort of the introduction of what this is and, and the importance of it.
1: Absolutely. So, um, I tra- like I said, I trained in, uh, in Hamilton and one of our academic sites part of our residency program, we had to do a quality improvement study mm-hmm. and it wasn't me who actually did this study. It was one of my colleagues and I'm going to give her a shout out. Dr. Rachel von Steen, uh, she um, brought up this idea of uh, giving baby books to uh, parents who bring their babies for well baby checkup. You know, mm-hmm. and, and these are done uh, when the babies are very young, so yeah. two months, at four months, at six months um, of age, and and, and on. Yeah. Um, And so um, she partnered actually with Hamilton's Public Library, Mm -hmm. where they provided us with free books, a library card. um, And so all of the clinicians at McMaster Family Practice had the opportunity to give out these books and introduce reading to your baby, um, which was to some people, shockingly, um, a bizarre idea. Um, And... People loved it. The parents, um, she, uh, Rachel actually did a quality improvement study so she yeah. actually surveyed those parents yeah. before giving them the books and then after giving them the books and asked them to read the same book say to the baby until the next visit. Yeah. Um, and the parents reported, you know, far more bonding with their babies. Um, they really enjoyed their time reading to their babies which yeah. was, you know, initially to them a bizarre idea. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I gave the books to a few patients I had in the clinic and the, the results, the happiness, you know, it just made my day. Yeah. And so, um, but it's more than just, you know, it makes your day that a, that a patient works out of, out of mm-hmm. the clinic happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has proven benefits and so what I want to bring to the Mill Pond is the same idea. I am I was hoping to partner with a public library where we can get some baby books and I mean they have to be developmentally appropriate. Yes. Um, we have to keep in mind that babies don't have the same vision as we do. Yes. They're practically blind when they're born. Yes. So uh, they focus more on faces, so faces and texture books, board books, those kind of books yes. work best for yes. the babies. Um, and often it's hard for parents to bond for, with babies or to talk about everyday life or when you're talking to someone who's nonverbal. Yeah, sure. uh, but the books provide such a good activity um, for the babies to learn these vocabularies that are introduced to their daily lives. And, and you know, um, I, I can go on and on, on, on about um, how well documented this is in literature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, um, the Americans actually implemented this first. Um, the ROR program model is the same model. They were giving books to these families who brought their babies for well-baby visits at, at yes. pediatrician offices. Yeah. And these babies, uh, uh, they've shown that these babies grew to be smarter. They had better bonding uh, with their parents, and the parents felt that they were actively enrolled in the baby's life early on.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And most importantly... It actually improved literacy rate for these children going up, and so by the time they were in grade three, they had scores that were phenomenally different than those moms or parents who didn't read to their babies.
0: So, so the reading, the reading aspect at infancy, at you know one month, two months, three months, mm-hmm. um, the brain obviously is consuming and and listening to this. There is a parallel of. Mm-hmm of better literacy and scores in school, etc., with that relationship of reading to them. Is that correct? Absolutely.
1: So the babies, um, babies are phenomenal creatures. They're born with, you know, I want to say, billion and trillion of neuronal connections. And actually, as a baby, you make so many connections that you don't ultimately um, sustain growing up. Only those that are stimulated or worked on um, are preserved. So it's kind of like um, you know, use it or lose it kind of idea. Ah,
0: okay, mm-hmm. all right. So these neurons in the brain—if the way to activate them and make use of them mm-hmm. to improve cognitive skills mm-hmm. would be to read
1: mm-hmm. out
0: loud to them, right?
1: Exactly. And give
0: that sensory action in their brain, right? Exactly. Very interesting. You email me some points because again, I'm new to this. Mm-hmm. All right and um, maybe you could sort of expand a bit on them, and I think they're, they're very key points. Uh, parents want information from physicians about learning. Mm-hmm. Nearly one half of parents do not read daily, and believe it would be helpful to discuss literacy with their pediatrician. Now, you're not a pediatrician, right?
1: No, yeah, but those, those are the American studies most yes. of the time, yes. and so they're based on pediatricians, but that, it's the same for primary care providers mm-hmm. anywhere. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so your passion is in infants, right, mm-hmm. uh, as a primary care physician. So uh, th- th- this is telling me that parents are looking for that guidance, mm-hmm. even though it's something very simple, mm-hmm. and you think schools are doing it automatically mm-hmm. for you, and you think that that level of reading is sufficient. Truly, it's not,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And, com- and the direction coming from a physician is something that this is what you want to do to reach out to the community and inform them, right?
1: Absolutely. So, I think as, a, as physicians, um, we have a huge impact on our patient population. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we think um, the best impact we can make is actually early on in, in childhood and infancy. Yeah. And so, we're talking before these kids even get to school. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about babies that are two months old, four months old, six months old babies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, that kind of impact, um, you know, to the parent from a physician is truly remarkable and it's almost like um, giving a prescription to a patient about a medication except this this works better than any medication without any side effects. Yeah and, and really no cost <laughs> and really at no cost almost no cost yeah. exactly Um so I you know in general patients feel um, that they can make a huge difference if and they were given direction by their physician. So, uh, and I sometimes say this, you know, when I encourage patients to exercise, uh, I say something like, "I wish I could prescribe exercise for you," because I know you would you would be more likely to stick to, to it that's to do right. it yeah, that's right. um, if it was a prescription. Yeah. Um, so that is how we should think about reading aloud to to babies and to our kids mm-hmm. is to. Um, to think of it as a therapeutic and, and actually the most important intervention and in parent-child activity they could do mm-hmm. together. Okay,
0: mm-hmm. wonderful. No, I get it. Um, parents often place more importance on reading to their children when a book is given by their pediatrician or mm-hmm. physician. So mm-hmm. emphasizing again what you had just mentioned, if that direction seems to come from the family physician, mm-hmm. on, please read. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the direction to read and following up in reading typically happens. Right. Is that mm-hmm. is that really the sense there? So the distribution of books enhances the effectiveness of literacy intervention beyond what is achieved by anticipatory guidance alone, which would be the school system and and, I, and,
1: and just saying read. Right. You know, I could easily say to patients, "Oh, yeah, you should read for your baby," but the the impact of giving them a book and asking them um, something like, this is gonna be your homework for the next two months and then we meet. Yes, yes. And then I want you to, to kinda uh, follow up with me and, and tell me how, how it went. And so the patients and, and families are more likely to uh, engage in that activity uh, and more likely to report back, oh yeah, we actually read the books. Oh, they you know yeah. my children love the books. Or And I, and I hear some families tell me, um, for example, I have an older child who reads to the baby now. They've learned um, that reading is really a crucial part and an activity that they can all engage in. Um, and actually, evidence shows that uh, reading a lot, especially the, the, the reading that includes the dialogue. So, you know, when you're reading a story, and guess what happened next? Exactly. And then the child yes. kind of responds. Yes, yes. And even, like, I've seen babies respond with this, like, with excitement. They like, have these, like, leg movements and, you know, yes, yes. smiles and things like that. Um, and so that really adds in that social interaction piece as well mm-hmm. in addition to the cognitive improvement. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful.
0: So in, in, in your schooling, uh, Dr. Mani, when, when you go through college and your schooling of learning, is this something that's brought up in, in the teachings of medical school or is this something that was sort of put together by your peers?
1: Yeah, so I I honestly haven't come across this in my uh, medical school training. Um, um, I came across this, like I said, through this project that my colleague did during residency. Um, And I found it immensely beneficial. So uh, really, like, it is recommended by the American Academy of Pediatrician to include um, these teachings um, and these habits into residency programs and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm really glad that I was, you know, exposed to it early on so I can give that opportunity to my patients. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping to start this project at the Mill Pond. And so um, with the support, I'm hoping that the public library can um, you know, accommodate our needs and, and give us some books that we can give to the patients at the clinic. Okay, well, I
0: got something for you right now. I spoke to the mayor of our town. Ah, this guy is always accessible, so I gave him a call this morning and I told him that I was meeting with you, Dr. Madi, oh, and uh, your initiative on uh, this ROR program. And all you have to do is give the mayor a call and he'll set you up with a meeting of the chair of the library all right, to talk about this program that you want to implement, Excellent. basically what Dr. Mai wants to do, library people that are in charge, is providing books here mm-hmm. with a library card in it, so it's, it's sort of a two-way street, it's mm-hmm. also promoting the library,
1: mm-hmm.
0: literacy, etc., mm-hmm. and again, supporting this program that you want to implement, maybe, am, am I right in that?
1: Absolutely, um, and I think the key point with giving the books is I want the kids to develop a relationship with the library. I want the the library to be a good place, a favorite place for the kids to go to, and to read and explore. Um, it's really um, it should be accessible to everyone, mm-hmm. and and we see this impact on kids growing up with their literacy rate, with their test scores, with how they end up in life later. Um, Mostly significant in in families that are of low socioeconomic status, um, and so this even pushes us more to do more for these families, mm-hmm. and to bring um, you know they call it in the states uh, bring out these kids from the poverty line yes to to and set them up for success and really success starts when they're born mm-hmm. and so
0: and something as simple as reading. As reading. Um, mm-hmm. So it is there, I, I read here in one of your reports that you had sent me, that there there's actual data linking health mm-hmm. to literacy. Can you mm-hmm. sort of expand on that a bit?
1: Absolutely. So, um, you know, as a physician, I can tell you that from my experience, it takes a lot more time and effort to explain such a disease or a condition or a medication to a patient with low literacy than it takes to someone who is highly educated um, and therefore this really impacts their health it impacts how they comply with you know physician visits it impacts how they comply with their medications how mm-hmm. they understand their conditions one of the important things we talk about in medicine is insight and by that I mean patient's insight yeah. um, it, it's really that you're in charge of yourself um, and if you don't know enough about your condition, or you don't know enough about your medication and how to take them, mm-hmm. this can impact how well you do in life and how well you respond to the treatment, to the medications. And yeah,
0: like makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, what about I, I was thinking of your program and you know children's books, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and tell me if I'm totally wrong or this would not be something that that you would like to see. But what about maybe a channel of you know parents that are empty nesters now and they have beautiful mm-hmm. little children's books that they would like to give away mm-hmm. and, and, you know, for something that could be used for something like this. I, mm-hmm. I think uh, there may be many situations like that. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you, you would look at, Dr. Madi?
1: That would be definitely an interesting project. I think um, the only drawback to things like donation from people and things like that would be um, if we're, we're in covid Yes, where, the sharing, the sharing of the things, sharing things, and, and you know, making the sanitation, sanitation, sanitation and side. it yeah. might be problematic in that sense. But yeah. I think it's definitely something that we can look forward to. Okay,
0: well, you know, get you know, if you're, if this is is something that's really of interest to you, mm-hmm. and you know, you have books that you'd like to donate, you know, channel out to my socials, and we'll just find a way to sterilize them or do something, yeah. but. Uh, I think in you know this period of time that we're going through will come to an end mm-hmm. um, and we can look at that but that's a channel but I think the library is something uh, mm-hmm. pretty exceptional that can happen and um, I really hope it can and my wife Lisa read to my son all the time
1: oh, amazing! all the time mm-hmm. and
0: the gazillion books mm-hmm. there. And one of the books, I want to give you your first book.
1: And
0: this book is Tony Baloney, because that's what they called me in public school. Tony Baloney, that was my kind of nickname. Uh, Wonderful little uh, book out of the many series of books that Lisa read to Diego. Um, And um, if I look back on, on Raising Diego... Uh, Lisa's reading, I feel, had quite a bit to do at, after better understanding mm-hmm. this program with you and the importance of literacy and the importance of reading. Mm-hmm. So thank you for educating me in that area as well. So okay. the first book, may I may I present this thank to you? Thank you and, so much. And I did sanitize it with hand
1: sanitizer,
0: okay, <laughs> okay. and everything, all right? Thank
1: you so much. Superb, like
0: superb. So is, have I missed anything? In, in...
1: Um, no, I think that's great. I just wanted to thank... Um, You know, um, everyone in this community, um, all my colleagues, um, all my supervisors who supported me to come Mm -hmm. here, um, and uh, and all my patients, this is a tough time for everyone. And so I appreciate how accommodating you are, you know... things in medicine have changed dramatically after COVID. Yeah. And so, you know, the, the lengths that people go to reach out to the doctor, um, you know, you've um, you know, you've know, given up coming to the clinic with just a phone visit or, or a virtual visit. Uh, and, I, and I so appreciate that from you. And I know it's hard on you and on me as a physician because yeah. we, we do like that patient-doctor interaction in person. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope we get to a time where I can get to meet all of you again. In person without masks, hopefully. <laughs> yes, absolutely.
0: Well, I tell you, we're blessed to have you, Dr. Madi. You so know, and, and like I said, you're a ray of sunshine every time I see you. It doesn't matter if it's cloudy. It's always sunny around this beautiful woman. Thank you. Um, so that's it. Remember, read. Okay? Just mm-hmm. read to your little guy. All right? It's really healthy, inexpensive, mm-hmm. right? And uh, good for the soul, good for the health and the... And, and the in the big circle of health, mm-hmm. uh, for raising your little ones, right? Mm-hmm. And Dr. madi wants to bring this program in. I'll be putting it on my socials. Flip it around, get the word out there. And if you have problems with that library, give me a call, I'm just gonna call the mayor, okay? All right? All right, all right, over and out. Thank you. see you on the next show of tv weekly. Bye-bye. Okay, that was it, wasn't that good?